Hola. <laughs> You're like me. Every time I, it's like, test, test, test. Hola, como estas? <laughs> oh, man. Kindred spirits. Say an hola into the mic. Hey ladies, welcome to another episode of The Woman Podcast. My name's Katie Bizet and I am your host. And today we are so excited because we have Dr. Amy Beard with us and we also have Angie Brown who is on staff at New Life Church with us. And Dr. Amy is a functional medicine doctor and she will tell us more about herself in just a little bit. But we're just so excited because we really believe that health is our whole person. It's not just about our physical health, but it's about our spiritual health, our mental health. And that's what we're going to dive into today. And so we're excited to um, hear from Dr. Amy, but Angie has been one of her patients at her clinic. And so Angie, would you just say hi to the ladies and introduce yourself? And then also, could you just share a little bit about your health journey? Yes. Hello, friends. Um, I'm Angie Brown, and I'm our creative pastor here at New Life. And so I work with our creative team and do all kinds of crazy stuff and work lots of long hours, which is probably (laughs) why I needed to see a functional medicine doctor in the first place. Um, But a few years ago, I got connected um, with the functional medicine approach. And so I had a lot of health issues. Um, I had a golf ball sized nodule on my throat. The doctor said, Oh, just have it taken out. Um, I had weight issues or like, Oh, just go on a diet. I was frustrated. They said, go on anxiety medicine. <laughs> it was like, no matter what I said, it was like they had like a pill or a cure for it. That was really a band-aid and so um, I had someone who gave me some really great advice um, and and talked to me about functional medicine which was really new for me Mm -hmm. and I have a lot of health issues in my family Um, last year my mom passed away um, of cancer and it was a long battle that she started in her early 40s Um, and what I found out is it was from high estrogen so just lots of health issues that like have been in my family and it turns out my sister and I have both have Hashimoto's Mm -hmm. and so for me like figuring out that I could like have a more natural approach and solve root issues was a big deal for me so Mm -hmm. um, over the years I've had lots of friends asking me questions because they've seen me find freedom yeah. And um, and to be honest, like there are so many products out there that yes. you can just buy. And the marketing is fantastic because it's like it's it says the answer to your problem right on the label. Right. And so I had a cabinet full of junk um, that I was like, I can't tell if I took it or if I didn't take it. Is it working? But it costs $50, so I got to take the whole bottle. <laughs> and um, so anyways, it's just been like a whole new world of just like light in my life um, by figuring out a different approach. And so I got connected to Amy through a friend who said, hey, you should just check out her Facebook videos. And I started watching your videos, Amy, and I was like, I like her and I trust her, which was a big deal because I, like I said, had a cabinet full of marketing products. So um, 
I started watching them and I was like, okay, that makes sense. And then um, I was traveling several hours to someone that I thought was helping me. And um, I got a long ways on my journey in functional medicine, but it was just so, it was, it was not working for me and my lifestyle. And so I was like, I've got to go see um, Amy. And Amy's practice is completely online, which is awesome for me and my crazy lifestyle. So anyways, I just thought, man, I I would love for all my friends who've asked me questions to also have access to what you're doing. And so anyways, we're so glad you're here yeah. today. Um, and so I've, you know, stalked you just a little bit. So <laughs> <laughs> I knew who you were. You didn't know who I was. Um, and so I know that you obviously are married to your husband, Paul, which is mm-hmm. also, he's very present in your videos and um, that you guys are believers like we are. Mm-hmm. And um, it's been really encouraging to talk to Paul just about you guys believing so much that the spiritual aspect is so important. Yeah. And so um, we just wanted to have you here. We wanted to hear from you. We're going to ask you a bunch of questions that we think that some of our women, like it'll just help them mm-hmm. to like have a light bulb, a light bulb go off and just yeah. help them to know, okay, I can figure out answers to my problems without um, feeling overwhelmed by the research that's out there. So right. anyways, um, you also, I know, are a patient yourself. Yes. And you're going to hopefully share a little bit about that. And then you live on a farm, which I can't wait to hear about. Um, I think it's so fascinating. I actually grew up on a farm in Dogpatch, Arkansas, in the middle of nowhere. Dogpatch. But I am no longer country. (laughs) I know that. You're always country. (laughs) True. That's right. Um, But anyways, I'd love to hear about that. But can you just tell us more about yourself? Sure. Um, You know, how long have you been married? Where Um, do you live? What's going on in your life? So um, you've mentioned that I'm married to Paul we um, met about uh, a little over seven eight and a half eight and a half half years uh, ago uh, on match.com believe it or not I was in uh, doing my residency and he was living up in Eureka Springs and we somehow managed and we knew instantly that that first that first date we're like okay that's this is one yeah so um I w- a lot of people don't know that I started out as a registered dietitian a long time ago. Mm-hmm. That's um, you know that I knew from an early time that our lifestyle was a big part of our health. Although I think I was taught a lot of <clears throat> not so correct things back right. then. Um, and then you know wanted to learn more about the human body and how it worked, and um, went on to medical school, uh, did a family medicine residency. Um, and then learned quickly during the residency program that what we were doing was not working. Mm-hmm. Um, the pill for your ill approach was something that I just did not really want to be a part right. of. Um, and so I, I let I went straight to the ER from there. Um, I figured, you know, <clears throat> I just for me, that was the the best step to take because I didn't want to be stuck in a clinic um, prescribing pills all day long to treat chronic issues and never really having time to address the root cause. Mm -hmm. And while I was working in the ER, I just, all you saw were people with chronic issues on 20 different pills. And I'm like, this madness has got to stop. This is, this is awful. Um, And so um, I, I began a concierge practice still had not had no idea that the Institute for Functional Medicine existed. Um, it was a chance meeting with a functional medicine um, physician that 
brought this all together. Um, she started talking about things that I had no, I, I had never heard of in medical school and wanted to know to know more about. And you know, at this whole time, I had been struggling with my own health issues that. You know, all this training in medical school and residency, and yet I was still not able to help myself. And how was I going to be able to help other people if I couldn't help myself? And so that's when this chance meeting came in, and she told me about the this functional medicine approach. And so at first I was like, okay, this sounds like a bunch of quackery. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go attend one of these conferences. And I was blown away with the information that I was hearing and um and there were other physicians there too which made me feel a lot better but then I started um, incorporating what I was learning in my own practice and it was getting great results people were I was helping people get off their pills Um, they were actually getting better and not being placed on more pills Mm -hmm. so I knew I was on the right track right Mm -hmm. and it started and I started incorporating these own principles into my own life and I started getting results and I was like is this really legit and so I saw signed up for every other conference right there on the spot and um, completed my training and um, have just seen the um, the huge beneficial um, impacts on people's lives that this approach has and I don't think I can I can ever go back right it's it's like you see the light right and so um, and you used the word freedom earlier and that's really what Mm -hmm. I feel like it has um, given me Mm -hmm. and given a lot of other patients is is freedom yeah okay so just to back up a second for anyone listening that's like what in the world is functional medicine i've literally never even heard that term could you describe that for them sure so functional medicine is not a specialty okay it is an approach um it's it's we work towards uncovering and addressing the root causes for your symptoms Mm -hmm. versus conventional medicine which wants to know what are your symptoms and here's your pill and the procedure. Right. Right. We want to know, tell me about your life. Right. And then and then it's all about um, understanding your diet, your stressors, your sleep, your activity, your environmental exposures, yes. your goals, your beliefs, your mm-hmm. attitudes, your spirituality. Mm-hmm. That all plays a big part, and it helps us uncover what truly is going on at that cellular level that's mm-hmm. being expressed as those certain symptoms mm-hmm. that you're having. Okay. Awesome. Yeah, I know. I mean, even just in my own family, like Angie was saying, we've had some different health issues and you know it's it's almost unbelievable when you have that sense inside of you that's like this pill is not going to fix this I want to know what's causing this and then when you sit down with your doctor and you say could it be my diet could it be this could it be this and they say no none of those factors even make a difference we're going to just keep you on this pill I'm like yeah, that's kind of crazy, isn't what? it? Like, you just want me to take this pill for the rest of my life? I so, know. I know. So it's really encouraging, I think, to women. I mean, it's encouraging in general to anyone, mm-hmm. I think, to um, have a shift in perspective that I don't have to be on this medicine my entire life. I don't have to deal with these symptoms my entire life because there is someone out there that can help me find the root cause. So, and it takes time. It's we've yeah. all been we've become accustomed to this overnight fix or the promise of the the pill and it does not exist um your health really depends on the choices you make not what your doctor is telling you to do 
Although, if you listen to a functional medicine doctor, we can certainly help you get there quicker. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you mentioned earlier that you were a patient yourself. Can you tell us a little bit about your journey? Oh, my goodness. That goes back to the time I was a child. And that's what we really do in functional medicine. We look at, we go all the way back to, you know, your your maternal health, you know, your mom's health at the time that she was carrying you. But, you know, my, I started, I was a kid that was um, chronic strep infections, hyperactivity, was on multiple antibiotic rounds all the time. Um, we lived in the middle of a cotton field, so we were exposed to lots of pesticides mm-hmm. growing up in the Arkansas Delta, which has a very high cancer rate. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it just kind of snowballed into, um, you know, depression and anxiety as a teenager, which continued. And then I started having um, MS-like symptoms. Mm-hmm. Um, they could never figure out what was going on. I was having, you know, autoimmune uh, positive autoimmune markers and restless leg syndrome and, and horrible GI issues and eventually had most of my colon removed. Gosh. And looking back, it was just all, my, I felt like a guinea pig mm-hmm. for the most part. Mm-hmm. And it was all, um, you know, no one was really working on uncovering why all this was going on. It was just here, take this pill for this symptom. Oh, we need to do this procedure now. And yet my symptoms continued and I'm like this this what is you know it was frustrating Mm -hmm. and so I I understand my patients when they come to me Mm because I've been there I've been told you're crazy and you need to go see a psychiatrist and that is I hear that all the time and it makes me furious just because your labs don't you know just because the labs look normal Somehow you're supposed that that's all it that's right. all you are is, is lab values mm-hmm. right. you know and that is so far from the mm-hmm. truth right. it's just one part of the one part of the picture right. I remember when they were like you you should play on some sort of antidepressant and I was like I am not depressed I'm frustrated <laughs> because they kept telling me you can't change this all you need to do is this you can't change your your um, symptoms at all and so. Anyways, it's frustrating for sure. And, and you can change it. Yes. I am proof of yes. that. I I mean, I, I really am. And I, and I see it through my patient yep. success stories too, you know. Mm-hmm. And again, it really comes down to <laughs> your choices, yes. you know. So you were, you dealt with all of those issues. And then was it once you understood functional medicine that you started getting relief in those yes, areas? Yes, absolutely. Okay. That's what saved me. Okay. Because I was... I was not doing well. My health was very poor. Paul can attest to that. Um, And I started applying the functional medicine principles Mm -hmm. to myself, Mm -hmm. and lo and behold, it started working. Mm -hmm. And at first I did not want to believe it because I didn't want to be let down. And yet it was. I just kept getting better Mm -hmm. and better. Not that I don't have bad days because once your colon is no longer there, it does have its own um, function. Problems, but because of functional medicine, I'm able to really optimize what remaining colon I have, and um, I, I'm I'm on no, no pills. You wow. know, I feel great. Um, I think I'm doing pretty good for 47. I mean, you look awesome. Yeah, you uh, look well, awesome. <laughs> your skin is glowing. You look so healthy. And, and all the doctors at your practice look awesome because I look yeah. at the picture on your front page. I'm like, they're such pretty people. Oh, I'll yeah. take what they're doing. No, I know. Now, yeah, we have you a good look amazing. You know, but when when you feel good on the inside, yeah. Yeah. it shows through on the mm-hmm. outside. Right. It really does. 
And I'm blessed to have the team that I have, too. They're just a wonderful group of people who are very just as passionate as I am about what we do. That's awesome. So practically speaking, what did you change in your life to see results, to see health? Total change in diet. Um, I... Being a you know a doctor, I was uh, addicted to caffeine, especially the diet cokes. You, you know mean this coffee right here. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, I mean that's what you lived off of because that's uh-huh. what helped you stay awake. Um, my diet was horrible. It was like lean cuisines and diet cokes when he met me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it was awful. And um, Paul just grimaced. <laughs> and I never realized that I had intolerances to eggs, eggs, wheat, and whey. And through an elimination and reintroduction Mm -hmm. diet, I was like, okay, this stuff is not, uh, you know, working for me. Mm -hmm. And so I cut it out, and so many of my problems went away. My restless leg syndrome went away, these rashes, uh, the joint pain, Mm -hmm. the irritability, the sleep problems. It's amazing what happens when you address gut health. And other things, stress, Okay, mm-hmm. I had to learn how to manage my stress, which meant saying no mm-hmm. to things and not overscheduling mm-hmm. myself. Um, that's a that's a problem a lot of doctors have is saying no. Um, I learned to take my sleep much more seriously and stop over exercising. Mm-hmm. I was a, you know I was a competitive oh. athlete, and so that need to just to keep up that rigorous training yeah. program for some unknown reason i'm like i'm you're 35 amy what's what yeah <laughs> you're not going to be a pro at anything at this right. level so okay what right. are you doing? i need to know what you think about over exercising because i love to work out well, and that, that, that's okay. angie has added me to a group text yes. where we have it's called workout buddies and we keep each other accountable yes. the goal is to work out three times a week but i'm the one that's like and I've worked out five times, and I'm dying. Well, and for me, I I did uh, several half marathons before, which I'm by no means an athlete, people, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I would do the last-minute training because I'm competitive enough. Yeah. And so I would do that, and then boot camps, and I did CrossFit for a little bit, and all of these things. And that is one of the things I've shifted completely. Yeah. Um, okay. It's and I see that a lot. Yeah. And Pilates. And I don't ever just go to the gym and do like a – 30 minutes of crazy cardio and then crazy weight. It's like that was a major shift because I felt like doctors were just saying workout. The recipe is workout harder and eat healthy. Mm -hmm. And it will backfire. Yes. I had no idea I was causing stress for my body. And uh, a lot. And this is a conversation that, you know, we have to have with a lot of our patients is uh, they think to lose weight. They just have to work out harder or and it just backfires because they're putting more stress on their body um, your body is going to produce a lot more adrenaline and cortisol which mm-hmm. will just um, negate any type of weight loss efforts that you're putting forth mm-hmm. um, and so you know exercise it's, it's kind of you got to find your find the balance right everything's about balance mm-hmm. um, and so you got to find if you're if you're feeling exhausted mm-hmm. after your workouts, you're probably doing too much. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, I know people who were skimping on sleep so that they could get up early to go work out. Absolutely not. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. We have to have our sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and a lot of women think that they, they have to do all this cardio and mm-hmm. and burning calories. Mm-hmm. And no, it's it's to me. I think it's more the Pilates, the bar, the mm-hmm. weight, the weightlifting. Much less on the cardio, really? and and I'm saying you to this as a cyclist who is yeah. a, was a cardio fanatic, an adventure racer, the hundred mile races. I wow. did those, and it 
that's probably another reason my, why my health suffered is because I was just putting too much on my oh, body. Mm-hmm. So if you were sitting down with someone and helping them develop an exercise plan for their life, you would not suggest cardio. You would say more weightlifting and lower pace. I yeah, mean, I mean, lower I'm not, impact. I'm not anti-cardio. Right. I like. I have to have yeah. some. It's just how much. You know, if yeah. you were. If you're an Olympic athlete, that's one thing. That's what your job is. Yeah. You're, you're resting, you're eating well, and then working out is your job. But yeah. we have people who are working out like Olympic athletes who are also moms, dads, yeah. have full-time jobs, mm-hmm. and trying to cram that all in is just too much. Yeah. You kind of have to, again, yeah. find the balance. Find the balance. That's good. So you mentioned earlier that stress is a major factor mm-hmm. playing into your health. And I mean, we talk to women all the time. It's like, it seems like everyone's at their wits end, cramming your calendar full Mm -hmm. of meetings, night times are full, you know, people are just maxed out. And so can you just talk a little bit about that? What what impact does stress have? How would you minimize it? What does that look like? So I think... What I find is people underestimate the amount of stress in their life. They think that just because they've been doing it for so long that they can keep doing it. And I'm telling you, at some point, your body's going to reject it, and you're going to end up just in the bed, not able to get up. Mm -hmm. And we see this all the time. Uh, Like you said, uh, just these jam-packed schedules. Uh, And people don't even perceive that they are under stress because they're not even slowing down, Mm -hmm. you know, to take deep breaths and, and get a grip. So, you know, when you're constantly stressed, your body is in that sympathetic tone, okay? And you're, it's producing a lot of cortisol and adrenaline. And that, a little bit is good. We have to have some stress, okay? Mm-hmm. But chronic stress will destroy your body. Mm-hmm. It will break it down. It's going interfere, to interfere with your immune, your immune function, your gut function, your hormonal balance, mm-hmm. your sleep. It's going to make you depressed and anxious. Mm-hmm. And so we just have to kind of have people step back. And some, I even have my patients schedule deep breathing sessions. Like they put it in their phone mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> and it goes off every hour. And then they know that they take a few minutes just to sit there and take deep breaths. Yeah. Um, and a lot of people think, you know, they, they're going, 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 and I think they don't think they can be efficient if they just kind of slow down a little bit. And you'd be amazed mm-hmm. if you just gave your body a little bit of a break every day, how that is going to, um, you know, the positive effects it's going to have on your body mm-hmm. and you'll even be more efficient. Right. You know, good night's rest. Come on. I can mm-hmm. really knock it out the next day. If I've had a good night's rest, mm-hmm. but stress often interrupts. I was confused on sleep. really what stress was yeah. because we work for what we do here at the church. It's a very fast paced mm-hmm. um, environment and, and we love what we do. It's all good stuff. It's mm-hmm. all fun stuff. So for me, when I was asked the question, are you stressed? I was like, no. It's because it's all good stuff, and right. I didn't see it as stressing to my body. And that's a and that's a big difference too, because um, you know I don't want to say if you love doing what you do, stop doing it because yeah. you're doing it too much, right. you know. And I think we all manage our stress very differently. Right. Um, positive stress doesn't tend to have the effects that some type of 
if you're doing something you really don't want to do or it's a toxic work environment, mm-hmm. that's very, very different than being in an environment that you're in where you right. where you feel like you're called to do this and you're supported. And that's that's a big difference than some other scenarios that are out there. Yeah. I've had to like tell myself, like, look at the schedule. I sit down every week and it's like, where can I insert balance? That area has gotten a little, that looks a little bit jam-packed or like it's going to be very exhausting. Where do I insert balance into it? Because I had to see it differently. But I have a question for you. Okay, So you're running your own business Mm -hmm. and you have a farm, Mm -hmm. which is not free of work. It's not pretty and Instagram (laughs) pretty when you run a farm, I'm sure. (laughs) Like a lot of us think that it's easy. Um, And since stress is so detrimental and you're teaching de-stressing, how do you find balance in what you're doing right now? Um, I think the big thing for me, and I know it's probably a big thing for others, is I've limited my time on the phone and social media. Um, I think that's a big time suck for a lot of people, and it causes a lot of anxiety and, and yep. anxiety for people. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, Paul and I have been working on that ourselves as doing a bit of a dig- digital detox and just getting off the phone and getting outside. I think nature therapy is a wonderful thing. Yeah. We were supposed to be spending time outdoors, yes, not right. under, not inside under you know, AC, heat, mm-hmm. and artificial lighting. Mm-hmm. So for me, getting outside, um, w- taking a walk in the woods with my dogs, um, working in the garden or something like that, or, you know, being creative, I think is something uh, I see a lot falls off everybody's plate. Um, and I think it's a very necessary part of being human. Mm-hmm. It's just, for me, that is what de- helps me de-stress. Mm-hmm. Being outside. Being yeah. outside. Yeah. I'm just one I of those totally those people. Um, when the sun is out, I am super happy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm ready for it to come back out again. Yes. yes. <laughs> I know. Will it ever show itself again? No. <laughs> January in Arkansas. My it's goodness. a tough one. Right. It's a tough one. So you have to grab, and that's what I tell my patients is, yes, this is not the best time of the year here, but when the sun is out, take full advantage yes. of it and expose those retinas to the sun to the sunshine because it really helps your circadian rhythms just Mm -hmm. fyi (laughs) okay side note what's it like to be married to basically a farm-to-table chef it's fantastic (laughs) oh my gosh this has got to be a dream it's so it's so funny i tell paul i'm like i'm always so disappointed when we go out to eat because your food is so much better Right. And and this is even going to the really fancy restaurants that are, you know, farm to table. I'm like, they just cannot compete with Paul. I can assure you no one says that about my life. (laughs) I wish we weren't going out to eat because your cooking is better. Uh, Oh, so it's, um, but you know, Paul, Paul is a, um, um, you know, in addition to being a farmer and a chef, he's also an engineer and he's an athlete like me too. We both love our animals. Um, and, and so he's, he plays a huge part in the business mm-hmm. too. I mean, cause he's, he, we're, we're of the same mindset. Yeah. That's really kind of what brought us together. Yeah. And that's why we clicked so well, because we really feel like, um, you know, we were kind of on the functional medicine or approach when we didn't even know what it was mm-hmm. right yeah yeah so now it has a name now it has a name and a face <laughs> and a business and yeah. that's so awesome um okay so to the women that are listening if you could just give any practical advice some starter steps for someone that's listening that has some health issues and wants to take control of their health 
What are like the basic the basics? Let's get started down this path. Okay, so I <clears throat> I encourage everybody to work with a health coach. Mm-hmm. Just because they are going to be objective and they're going to help you explore things that you weren't even ex- weren't even considering. Okay. Okay. And they're really good investigators. But um, and I even have my own health coach. Okay. okay. I'm a physician who needs a health coach because yeah. we all need accountability. Yeah. At least I do. Um, I would say clean up your diet mm-hmm. first and foremost. This can have the one of the biggest impacts on your health right there. Mm-hmm. And that can be very. There is no one perfect diet. Right. Everybody needs their own individual diets. We right. all have our own genetic predispositions. Uh, needs lifestyles Um, but just cleaning it up getting rid of the processed foods Mm -hmm. going organic when you can Mm -hmm. um, it really is important Um, I would say so cleaning cleaning up your diet um, getting active if you're not Mm -hmm. um, and that does not mean you have to go start you know running or doing crossfit um, but just yoga pilates bar a little weight training getting outside walking whatever can go a long way um take um i want you to take your sleep seriously what is sleep is paramount Mm -hmm. i don't care how clean you're eating how much you're exercising whatever if you're not getting enough sleep your body's not going to work right Mm -hmm. and people always think that oh i'll just catch up on the weekends you can never get back your sleep once you've missed out on that you just can't so how much sleep um, you know, studies say, you know, not less than seven. They, they show some increase in chronic disease when people are getting less than seven. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say somewhere between seven and eight hours. We're all different, mm-hmm. you know. I know some people who get six six hours and they ha- they feel great. Mm-hmm. Those are the little out, the outliers. Me. That is okay. not me. No, I, I, need, need, I need like ten. <laughs> yeah, and that's okay. And it also depends on what you're doing. I don't get it, but I need it. Y'all, when I was pregnant... I am telling you, I slept probably 16 hours a day. And then, and you needed it. It's then. like I needed 12 at night, and then during the day I would just fall asleep. And it, and it kind of, you know, if you're working out a lot. I'm a sleeper. You need probably a little more, you know. Mm-hmm. For me, I'm an eight-hour girl. I can mm-hmm. uh, go to sleep, and eight hours later I'm going to wake mm-hmm. up, you know. So yeah. <clears throat> so getting your sleep, <clears throat> um, watching the stress. Mm -hmm. sometimes we need to simplify Mm -hmm. and this is where a health coach can really help Mm -hmm. um, to help you know when you're just pushing it too far but the stress again is a a big one Um, I think if and to clean up your environment we are exposed to so many nasty things these days Mm -hmm. Um, I read some research where the typical female leaves her house with around 128 chemicals on her face and body from your makeups your shampoos your conditioners your your perfumes your lotions um you know the dryer sheets you use to make your clothes smell all good those are all chemicals and they are often they are endocrine disruptors Mm -hmm. so clean it up and we see when we do detoxes on people Mm -hmm. meaning we just really focus on the nutrients your body needs to detox Mm -hmm. um you see chronic symptoms start to improve wow so there's some there's definitely something to it Mm -hmm. and i do know that um, over the last 60 years the epa says there's been 50,000 new chemicals introduced into our environment. So I don't know how the human body is supposed to adapt that quickly to all those chemicals. So you just have to do your best at going natural. Yeah. Okay. Angie, you have 
Don't you have an app that you use for this? I do. I use the Think Dirty app, but it doesn't, it's not <laughs> perfect for all. It doesn't have all products in it. And I think you guys have a, a couple options used. I just can't remember. But last, I guess it, about a year and a half ago, I switched all my makeup products because someone asked me, have you checked your skin products? Because I have high estrogen. Mm-hmm. And I started looking through, and I was using what I thought was like, clean products Clinique it's clean oh yeah you know and then I started looking at each item and it was like well that is an estrogen mimicking product (laughs) in it and I was like oh my gosh I'm doing all this work and no one told me that Mm -hmm. I'm just putting it on my face which I've always had horrible skin and so I was like this is it's like once I removed that it changed my skin and I'm like I'm 41 years old and skin looks beautiful it's not perfect right now but it's beautiful um, I am 41 years old and I've never had good skin it's always been terrible and I just thought I'm destined to always have this and when I took the makeup and switched it it changed, and I was mm-hmm. amazed. I was like, I cannot believe I've been doing all this stuff, and no one told me that there was stuff in my makeup. So, yeah. I, anyways, I took all every product in my house. I used that, and then there was another um, site that I used as well. I cannot remember what it was. Oh, there's so many out there, and now, I'm, of course, I can't think of right. the name. And then sometimes you have a product, and it doesn't show up on those yet. It's like exactly, but for the most part, I was able to like really just clean up my products yeah. and that made a massive difference yeah and, and people don't understand you you have um you know bacteria on your skin it's there for a reason it's there to keep you healthy and a lot of the products are just destroying your skin's microbiome we'd always talk about the gut microbiome mm-hmm. but there's a skin microbiome mm-hmm. also and a lot of those products just really destroy it and wreak havoc on it so mm-hmm. i just say go natural whenever you mm-hmm. know Look at your cleaning products, your beauty products. Uh, the, the, you know that's why we tell you know tell you to go organic and non-GMO, so you're not getting all that glyphosate and everything else in your in your food because it's going to impact your, the way your body functions. So start with cleaning up your diet. Yep. Sleep. Sleep. Yes. Working on de-stressing. Mm-hmm. Less stress in your life. Physical activity. Physical activity. Get outside. Sunshine. Clean up your environment. Yes. Things you're putting on your skin and That's in your house. That's a great place to start. Okay. Yeah. That's five things, five or six things. Yeah. That's very simple. It feels mm-hmm. doable. And like Angie said, I think Angie mentioned this at the beginning. It's like health is such a complicated fog, I feel like, whenever you're listening to so many different mm-hmm. voices. And it's it's hard to know where to look and who to listen to. And so that's what... I think we wanted to have you on today to share just the basics and mm-hmm. get us started somewhere. So, and it is it's it's overwhelming. There's a lot, so much information out there, and Paul and I, that's what we do. We we research all day long, mm-hmm. um, and it takes you down a lot of yeah. rabbit holes, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and you discover yeah. a lot of things. Mm-hmm. But I, for me, it's all about finding the truth, uh, and no matter where that takes me, mm-hmm. um, and so that's one of our you know that's what we spend a great deal of time on is just researching because there is so much out there yes okay i have a random question sure this is a truth moment like if you could pick one food that there would be no aftermath and it would be considered really good like just a a binge that you would like to have which food would you pick (laughs) are we talking about bad bad foods foods, the bad foods that you don't eat now Paul, I have so many. French fries. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> like which French fries? Oh. McDonald's. Oh, man. I mean, that's my vote. <laughs> <laughs> which, which French fries? I don't know. 
Um, that's a tough one. But yeah, yeah I think French fries. Mm, yeah. I, I'm Irish. Yeah. You know, potatoes. It's my French thing. with ketchup? Absolutely. <laughs> I put ketchup on just about everything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and what ketchup do you eat for those people who are like, I'm not giving up my ketchup? Like, I try to go for the um, ketchup that is um, non GMO or a no corn syrup and organic. So yep. those varieties. I, no corn syrup. Yeah. I don't know corn syrup. I'm taking so many mental notes. Yes. Man. Okay. <laughs> Last question. If you could give any advice to women just related to health, I know we talked about the basics, um, but is there any last thing that you would like to share just with the women that are listening about what they can think about, what they can learn about, what they should consider for health? Um, you can do it. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's not as difficult as you think. Mm -hmm. um, it's not going to require the sacrifices you think it's going to take. A lot of people think a lot of people don't want to change their lifestyle, but we're not asking you to do a total overhaul. Now, some people we do because it's that bad, but um, minor changes can go a long way. Mm -hmm. And please give up the illusion that you are in control because mm. <laughs> you're not. Um, God's in control. Mm. You just so give up that illusion and give up the illusion of perfection too, because you're because it does not exist. And I see a lot of women striving for that, especially in their appearance, mm -hmm. and it takes them down some very unhealthy paths. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Can I just tag on to that question really quick? Is there anything you would say to younger girls? Because oh, it's like good. I see a lot of the people who come to me and they're like, hey, I'm struggling with this. It's usually by the time you get into your mid-30s or past when really you start to see your body break down mm -hmm. from all of these things mm -hmm. around you. And so, But when you're younger, you're invincible. Right. It, and it's like I wish that someone had told me, some of these things when I was younger, like what are some things that you would even um, encourage the younger generation to That's like good. beware because they are in our culture. They've been exposed to all of these toxins plus what we, extra things that we didn't I have know. when we were younger. So what would you say to them? <clears throat> that you will, um, God willing, be old at some point. <laughs> Um, so you want to take care of your body, yeah. you know, um, yeah, everybody wants to focus on the outside, but you better be taking care of the inside because you want it to work right when you do get, you know, old, whatever that means right. to you. I never yes. thought I'd reach 47. You know, I remember thinking 30 was old and here yeah. I am <laughs> right. getting close to 50. <laughs> um, and so that's what I wish somebody would have told me when I was, you know, uh, so worried about my outward appearance that taking care of the inside mm -hmm. is what is you're going to really wish mm -hmm. you had done when you reached 30 mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah yeah mm -hmm. that's, that's good, good. ma'am well thank you so much amy for being oh, here today. thank you for having me this is yes. this is fun i know and i honestly i think this is going to spark a lot of conversations a lot of questions and so we may be sending some people your way. Oh, that'd be great. And I have a couple things. So I know sure. you do, and um, we didn't mention it, but you have a few places that if people want to, like, follow yeah. what you're doing. Like, sure. You have your website, amybeardmd.com. Mm -hmm. and, and you have Facebook, of course, yes, amybeardmd. Yes. And then I'm also yeah. on Instagram. Yes. Um, those are probably the two biggest. Yes. Yeah. So on Instagram, it's at amybeard underscore md. Yes. But if you, like, want to check out any of her videos on Facebook, it's good to just hear her speak on different topics. I love how you speak on different trending topics. So if it's like there's this fad diet out, you're going to, like, 
basically <laughs> break, tear it apart. break it down and or you know if there's like something that people are struggling with or yeah. if it's hormones or whether it's sleep like you're going to hit on those different topics so it's always helpful yeah and paul and i will be doing a we're working on our podcast yes. and so this is what i'm really excited about because there's yes. only so much you can do on social media yes. mm-hmm. we really want to get into the meat of things on our podcast and yes. and and and, and uh, provide a functional medicine approach from a more practical standpoint because mm-hmm. it can really get weird yes that's what i've noticed with a lot of functional medicine practices um and i think we bring a little bit of practicality to it mm-hmm. um i'm not out there asking you to give your intentions to some crystals okay yes. and it can go i mean i'm serious <laughs> it's it's i'm like what it's what are we true. doing okay and i think that's a it's a big put off for a lot of people um who don't necessarily hold to those types of yeah crystals yeah yes who knew right (laughs) who knew yeah i'm excited for your podcast and we will make sure ladies if you're listening and you want if we've mentioned a resource we will make sure that it's in the show notes so the app that angie was talking about any websites that dr amy would suggest her facebook and then we'll be definitely sharing when her podcast releases so um before we close angie would you just pray over the ladies Related to health, and then we'll be done. Yes. Yes. God, I thank you for this conversation Um, today. God, I thank you that that you give us wisdom. God, wisdom comes from you, and you give us wisdom on on how to uh, live for you, God, and take the best care of our bodies. God, I thank you for this um, moment that we've got to sit down with Amy, and we just we pray over her ministry, God, that you would just bless it. God, we love what she's doing. We pray over her podcast, God, as, as she takes that journey, and I just ask that you would just bless her for all of the time that she's investing into other people, God, to help them with something God, that feels very overwhelming to them. And I just pray that um, as our women are listening to this today, God, that you would just help this conversation um, to help them unlock questions in their lives and in their health, God, that they've been stuck on, and that it would be a place of encouragement for our women to grow closer to you, God, in their relationship, but also in their health journey. We pray all these things in your name. Amen. 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 Well, Dr. Amy, thank you for being with us Uh, today. Thank you guys for having me. And thank you, Angie. Yes, Yes, thank thank you. you. All right, ladies, thank you for listening to another episode of The Woman Podcast. Like always, we'd love it if you could give us a five-star rating (laughs) and subscribe and share it with your friends. And if you want to stay connected, you can follow us on Instagram at Woman Conference, and we have a Facebook page as well where you can start the conversation. So we'll see you soon. (laughs) 